How about them Cowboys? That's right. How about them Cowboys? Better yet, how about them Niners? Because we standing tall. We're going to break the game down, recap the game right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Stick around. It's your boy Wayne Breezy, and we're here for another edition of the Wayne Breezy Show. Yes, I'm currently still in California. My situation has a situation, so I'm going to bring you guys a live show. It's a little later on the East Coast, right on time on the West Coast. You know, we're going West Coast time, East Coast time. Well, you know what I'm trying to say. Usually I go 11 a.m. on the East Coast time, which is 8 a.m., on the West Coast time, and now we 11 a.m. on the West Coast time, which is, well, I don't know what p.m. on the East Coast time, but it's in the afternoon. Shout out to everybody for tuning in. I see we got a bunch of members in here right now. Listen, if you're not already subscribed to the channel, make sure you go ahead and subscribe to the channel right now. Stop what you're doing. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit that like button if you're already subscribed. And if you're not a member of this channel, you need to join right now. Yes, right now. The 49ers are currently doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're on the quest, taking for six right now as we speak. They just defeated the Dallas Cowboys. And if you feel like I feel, go ahead and join this channel right now. Become a member today. I'll pop it up right here in the chat. Shout out to Christy Marie. She's in the building. Peachy's in the building. I see you, Christy Peachy. What's going on? JP hella hard in the building. What's going on, family? These are all the members of the channel. Like, it's, it's super crazy, right? And there's a bunch of more scrolling down as I'm trying to scroll down or whatnot. What fast? I don't have my mouse, so it goes a little bit slower than normal. Uh, Fazia, what's going on, baby? I got a chance to meet up with you again. Shout out to you and your sister. I'm glad you guys enjoy the game. Levi's, listen guys, Levi's was rocking, rocking last night. There was times it was hella quiet, but then when it got loud, it got loud. Do you understand? Like, y'all know how loud I get. It was 800,000 times louder up at Levi's Stadium. And, and, and listen, listen, the Dallas Cowboy fans, they were some there. You didn't see any of them there in the stadium. I like they were there like we knew we saw them, but 
sitting in the stadium and just looking at the panoramic view, like you couldn't tell who was a Cowboy fan. You just you just couldn't. Shout out to everybody out there. If you're, even if you're not members, thank you so much for being a subscriber to the channel. I appreciate you. Brandy, I see you in the building. My man, Dwayne. Mike Chilton is in the building. I see you guys. Boats, what's going on, Boats? What's going on? Jerome's in the house. Watch your mouth. My man, Troy, who's looking fresh to death. Fear to God is in the building all, the, all day, every day. Trisha, thank you so much for becoming a member last week. I see you in the building. What's good? To all the Dallas Cowboy fans out there, I was... See y'all. See a lot of cowboy fans like my boy, my boy, my boy. He not gonna watch. So I'm not gonna mention his name. He don't watch. He don't watch me because he probably can't stand me most of the time. But he 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 thought I was really out there trolling. I'm not. I'm not a troller. I just call it like I see it, right? And so when when Tampa got their butts beat down. It was because, to me, Tampa's defense looked like trash. There was one thing I know for sure. One thing. I knew for sure that the 49ers defense wasn't going to come out playing like trash. They just weren't. They might got punched in the mouth, you know, slapped around, whatever, but they weren't going to play like trash. So I immediately put out the tweet saying to the Cowboy fans, just a reminder that the 49ers defense isn't the Tampa Bay's defense. And, man, you want to talk about trolls for days? The trolls came out the woodwork. I saw so many Dallas fans. I didn't even know Dallas had a Twitter. I thought 49ers owned Twitter. I did not know that Dallas, there was a Dallas Cowboys Twitter. And they came out, and they were trying to give me, to give me, to give me's. And I was just like, look, I ain't coming at y'all. I'm just letting y'all know this is real because the statistics say that we number one. What the hell more you wanted me to say? We was number one. I was just backing it up with facts, Jack. Listen, that 49 look, I wrote an article on 49ers Web Zone. It got published this morning. Go ahead and check it out. 49erswebzone.com. Uh, you know, check out the new article. It's about how the 49ers won on defense. And if we go back and rewind some of the shows, we have Bishop Teradome up here and, and four other people because it was 10 total, but it was five that were for the defense and five that were for the offense, finishing out the season strong. Well, now the season's done. We're in the playoffs. We're in the playoffs. And I will tell you this right now. This defense was number one yesterday. It was crazy. It was, a, it was a crazy it was a crazy game. Now, you did watch the defense get punched a little bit. Uh, Dallas Cowboys went on a long drive. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and it was crazy. Uh, we're definitely going to break down the Philly stuff this weekend. I'm going to try to get a Philly content creator. If anybody knows one, let's get a Philly content creator on here. Peachy, I see that comment, and I'm going to go ahead and star that. Uh, so that way we can kind of get a nice little, little preview matchup with a Philly content creator. I like to take six hashtag, baby, because that's what we're doing. But we're not done yet. It ain't over. It's not. It's not over. So, yes, we can celebrate. Yes, it's Victory Monday, guys. Victory Monday, 19 to 12. Seven-point lead. 49ers covered the four-point spread. 19 to 12. Victory Monday. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. But get yourselves ready because now it's the NFC Championship coming up. And I tell you right now, I wasn't worried about Dallas, but what made me more nervous about the Cowboys the whole week long was the fact that they're just the Cowboys. And because the history is so enriched 
it's so it's so enriched, you know. I was I was saying that damn this game could possibly go any way. You know, a lot of people were trying to tell me the Cowboys were fake and the Cowboys this and the Cowboys that. They didn't look fake yesterday because 19 to 12. I'm going to leave it at that. 19 to 12. Wasn't anything fake about the Cowboys. The Cowboys played, uh, put up a decent fight. The key to the 49ers winning these games is simple. It's depth. It's duration or durability. Same difference. It's how long can you withstand the war of attrition? That's what it was. It was war of attrition. And so that's what happened yesterday. I think Dallas just wore themselves out. We or, or 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 we wore that ass out, man. Like that's what we did. Look, think about it. All right, go back to the game. 49ers first half, 22 rushing yards, guys. 22 rushing yards in the first half. 22. At the end of the game, they finished with 113. So minus one third, minus 22 from 113. That's how much they finished the game with in the second half. 22 rushing yards in the first half. And we were up by three. Up by, wasn't it nine to six? Up by three. Yeah, because they scored a touchdown. And we kicked the field goal to finish out the half. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Listen, crazy. Playoff. This is it right here. It's playoff football. Shout out to Jedi. Playoff football. Playoff football. That's what it was. And, And listen. In the playoffs, you need two things. One, you got to be able to run the ball on offense. And two, you got to be able to take away the run on defense. And I feel like the 49ers have figured out how to master those two concepts. Because you go back to the first half of the game, everybody was like, oh, my gosh. So I'm sitting in the section. You know, I had two sections because I was uh, Miss Debbie. I was sitting in her section at first. And then I went to go meet up with some of my friends and bros in the gold mine section of the game. And as I'm talking to them, like they were kind of getting like nervous about the play calling. And it did look suspect. I wasn't necessarily worried about Kyle Shanahan's play calling. Let's talk about Kyle Shanahan's play calling. Because I think a lot of people want to know what the hell was going on. Kyle Shanahan's play calling. And clock management. I'm going to put the and in there. What were your thoughts on that? Kyle Shanahan's play calling and clock management. Let's break it down. The play calling, to me, was a little suspect because some of the plays didn't make sense. Like, it was a third and one, and we lined up in the shotgun, and they blitz, and the pass was, you know. Now, I, I know what Kyle said. Okay, Symmetry, I like this. Because I know what he said. He, he spoke of it, and I, and, I, and I tried to explain this before this was even said. We have to be patient. You're right. We had to be patient. But the clock management, to me, was more of an issue than the play calling. But he spoke more on the play call, on the clock management and his presser. He, he simply spoke a little bit about the simple fact that, hey, man, like, you know, we were, you know, we didn't want to give them the ball back with too much time and timeouts. Just in case it didn't work out the way according to plan, we didn't want to give them the ball back with too much time and timeouts. Therefore, they were trying to run time off the clock. If they scored, they scored. If they didn't, they didn't. They get the first down, and all of a sudden, it's bada boom, bada bing. 
You know what I mean? Bada boom, bada bing, bing. So some people, but a lot of people, I'm telling you, yo, I see some of you guys weren't worried about the play calling. Um, I thought the clock management was a little bit suspect, especially uh, toward the end of the first half. They were, tr- listen, th- they were trying to run the ball, guys. Like Dallas, Dallas said, we're going to come and play playoff football. We're going to take away the run. I mean, you even heard Christian McCaffrey say, hey, man, look, two, two yards, two yards. He was getting two yards. And then all of a sudden they started being five or six, seven yards a carry. That's attrition. That's attrition. That's Kyle's play calling. That's we're going to run up the middle. Hey, if we get one yard, cool. If we get three yards, cool. But just keep on doing it. Keep on. Thank you. 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 And, and this is what I was trying to explain to people, Coach Cruz. The pressure never stopped. It never stopped. I mean, I mean, I believe Trent Williams, they pressured him, what, how many times? Maybe 15 times just on Trent's side? Michael Parsons versus Trent Williams? I think he gave up one pressure? It's it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. They, they, were, they were coming after Brock. But check this out. Brock was only sacked two times for 15 yards. So at the end of the day, I know that Mike McGlinchey gave up what five pressures, um, and it didn't look it, it, he. But his five pressures he gave up, I I can't. I believe he gave up a sack or whatever. But at the end of the day, I know Aaron Banks gave up a sack on his two pressures. But I tell you what, that Mike McGlinchey block was phenomenal because he took out two people. He took out two dudes, two dudes, and. I'm going to tell you why the 49ers offense struggled. Nobody's going to believe it, but I promise you this is the only reason why the 49ers offense struggled. Only reason why. Let me know if you agree. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Super simple. What's going on, Crazy Juice? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Tyler Croft was inactive. Tyler Croft is the second best tight end on the San Francisco 49ers because he can do – Everything George Kittle does, minus the yak. He's great in run blocking. He's great in pass catching. And for some reason, he was inactive. And Charlie and, and, and Ross Dwelly got the nod. So it was Charlie Warner. Now, we run a lot of two tight end sets in this game, too. It was kind of like we were taking the page out of their book. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it was crazy. Um, but I thought Kyle Shanahan's play calling was cool. Uh, I thought the clock management was a little suspect just at that one moment. But then when you talk about closing out a game, God dang, Kyle Shanahan's clock management, it was like 11 minutes. It was 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter, man. And we ran the ball for the majority of them 10 minutes. Like it was a crazy long drive that ended in three points or something like that. Can't remember. But all I know is the clock management was ridiculous. So Kyle Shanahan definitely gets the nod. I thought he thought he definitely coached up a game, made his adjustments. I want to talk about Tamiko Ryan. I, I feel like everybody on this show right now in the chat should apologize to Demico Ryan, right? P- apologize. And here, Demico deserves an apology. We all should give him his apology. Right? Not me, though. I was cool with him taking his interviews. Y'all was tripping. Like, y'all was bugging out. It's like, let this man do what he got to do. I'll tell you what. 
I tell you what, D'Amico Ryan's defense adjustments. All right, they get one touchdown in the first half and two field goals in the second half. One touch, you you total it all up is twelve points because Samson Ebukam blocked the extra point. He canceled the two interviews the day before the game because there was, I mean, the day of the game. Apparently, there was a report Jeremy Fowler, ESPN, put out he was going to be, you know, doing this, doing this, whatever, whatever. And so I feel like, like y'all was tripping, like real talk. Like, let me tell you, hey man, you got a big thing coming up, and then you got an interview. And go do your interview. I expect you to come back or whatnot. Now he did cancel two of the interviews, but he still interviewed that week. He just canceled the two interviews that were supposed to be scheduled on the day of the game. All I'm saying is y'all was just giving him shit about not being mentally prepared. And so all I'm saying is he was mentally prepared. Whether he did the interviews or not, D'Amico Ryan's made sure his defense showed up. How do I know? They gave up 12 points to a high prolific scoring offense in the NFL. That's all I'm saying. That's it. You, if you don't want to apologize, don't fucking apologize. I don't care. I'm just saying people owe him an apology. He's a grown man. He should be able to do what he wants. Leave the man alone. His defense showed up. He had him prepared. What's the problem? They're going to talk to him regardless. NFC Championship is going to be mad distractions coming up. Hopefully, the coaches take it upon themselves to eliminate all the distractions. Because <laughs> I tell you right now, let him get an interview this week. Y'all are going to go crazy. Crazy, crazy. So if you feel like you don't own an apology, that's on you. All I'm saying is he grown-ass man. He, I'm sure he can manage an interview and have his defense prepared. He did interviews last week and had his defense prepared. He didn't do the two interviews that were supposed to be reported on game day. That's what he turned down, apparently. But what do I say? That's how I feel. What's going on, Timmy? Hey, bro, Timmy, I miss you, man. I'm still in freaking California, man. Get, send me the Learjet so I can come home, bro. Please. Send me the Learjet. I'm ready to come home. I don't want to be here anymore. I like to hit it and quit it. It's the way I get down. Appreciate you, bro. It's this great win. Hats off to the Niners. Timmy is a Dallas Cowboy fan, and he told me earlier in this season that the Niners were going to go all the way. I don't know why he said it, but, you know, he said it because he, he saw something in the 49ers. He, 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 you know, I love my man, Timmy, man. Appreciate you. I need that jet, though, bro. I, I need to get the hell out of here. Southwest ain't liking me right now. Anyway. It's all good, man. I'm just I'm just having some fun with you guys uh, or whatnot. Don't be mad at me. Charge it to the game. Let's talk about this because Peachy brought this up. Um, now, if you didn't get a chance to listen to the interview, I'm not going to play. I don't like to play bad juju over the air. But there was an interview that was going around for Dallas Cowboys radio uh, announcer, uh, um, radio host, excuse me, two of them to be exact. And they were saying they were talking about how Christian McCaffrey doesn't seem to uh, he's not he hasn't seen to getting injured with the 49ers, but he had a, a unhealthy career everywhere, you know, at Carolina, whatever. He stayed injured, but with the 49ers, he doesn't. And so then one guy says, well, we can use an injury right here. And then the other guy says, yeah, I wouldn't mind him being injured. That's exactly what was said. It, I don't care how you try to change it up. That's what was said. It was said that way. And so a lot of 
faithful. A lot of people were like, why? Why would you say something like that? Why would you wish kind of like an injury upon a player? That's how some people took it. You can't get mad how people interpret things that you say. That's that's the way of life. We can't be mad. Like if I say something and it offends you and I don't know that, then you need to come and tell me, hey, man, you that was kind of like offensive. I'll be like, oh, my bad. I didn't mean it that way. But OK, I apologize. I don't have a problem apologizing. But Peachy brings this up and she says, I bet that Dallas radio station won't ever wish an injury on another player again. And so if you watch the game, unfortunately, Dallas lost their starting running back, Tony Pollard. Who was chunking up? He was chunking up, bro. Bro had to, I, I don't know how many rushing yards he had, but I remember Dallas having 55 rushing yards, and he had he had at least 50 of them joints. <laughs> like they were they were stacking up. And so Tony Pollard, the Cowboys losing Tony Pollard, in my opinion, was a big impact on their offense. Now, granted, Dak Prescott still had shot an interception with Pollard in the game, and then he shot another one without Pollard in the game. So that gonna be Dak, but I think Tony Pollard missing was definitely beneficial for the 49ers. So I believe, Peachy, while you're bringing this up, oh, he had 26 yards. Thank you, Gold Blood. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, but they have they have 55 yards at the half. Who the, let, me, let me look at this. Let me look at this, these, these stats real quick. I'm just curious to see. Uh, what They finished rushing with six. How many rushing yards did Dallas finish rushing with? 76. So they had 76 rushing yards. Zeke was getting some big chunks of yards, bro. As soon as Zeke came in, I'm like, yo, it's Zeke. So Pollard, oh, Pollard only had 22 yards. Oh, Dak Prescott got you 22. So Zeke finished with 26. So Pollard had six for 22. He was, he, yeah. So look, that, I mean, they're, they're, that was their, that's their running back. That's their guy, man. Imagine us losing a guy like McCaffrey. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that would be crazy. So Zeke had 26, uh, Pollard had 22, Dak had 22. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of like how it went down um, or, or, or whatnot. All right. But listen, the crazy thing is, um, you know, here's the question, Nigel. Why weren't they suspended? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's not my, I don't know. But the crazy thing is how Tony Pollard ended up getting hurt. And it's just weird how karma works, right? Like, it's just weird how karma works. Uh, listen, uh, prayers and a speedy recovery to Tony Pollard, uh, one of the great running backs, all pro Tony Pollard, uh, one of the great running backs of this day. Uh, but this is why you just never even bring up. I don't even like talking about injuries. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't even like bringing it up. Uh, but. Man, listen, man, prayers and 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 a speedy recovery and all the healing to to him uh or, or whatnot. Let's go ahead and break down some of this game, yo. Cause how many of you guys were were nervous? Raise your hand. I was nervous. Can't front. I was nervous. I was nervous. Like it didn't feel right. Like I thought it would feel better. I thought the 49ers would be more dominant, and they just weren't. Uh they probably faced their toughest game all season. Uh, you know, like. That's kind of like what it was. Uh, people, oh, so y'all, y'all really want to talk about this? Okay, so there was a there's a picture going around with McGlinchey just getting like it, it looked like some Mortal Kombat shit, like right, like he was just in the air on the ground, like in the air for a second, you know. JC Montana, Micah, listen, Micah, Micah Parsons is a beast. He's strong. He's quick. He's fast. I, I don't I don't know what else to say. Like 
he's that guy. We've seen, I'm not surprised that he slammed. I, I'm not. I, it doesn't, I've watched Mike McGlinchey get tossed and bull rushed by just about everybody. Like it just, it's just, it's the way he's built and his, the center of gravity and, and, and it just, I don't know. It's just weird. So it's not, I'm not, I'm not impressed that Micah Parsons did it. I've watched Mike McGlinchey get tossed all season long. Oh, Corey says, I wasn't nervous. You're dope. I was, I was nervous. Uh, I was nervous. I was nervous because the 49ers offense looked like it was a Jimmy Garoppolo's offense. It didn't look like a Brock Purdy ran offense. Does that make any sense? It's kind of how I looked at it. Um, so yeah. Uh so that, that's that's kind of what made me nervous. Brock Purdy, look, Brock, Brock finished the game pretty, pretty decent, right? Zero turnovers for the rookie. So that's that's huge. 19 for 29. Felt like 29. I would have loved that number to be like 22, 25 max. Them four extra passes, you know. But listen, 214 yards, 7.4 yard average. He did have the long of 31, sacked a couple times. He finished with an 87.4 rating, you know. Um, but he didn't look like Brock Purdy. No touchdowns. It's the first game he's played in as a starter for no touchdowns. That ain't Brock. That's not Brock. I, and I'll give it. I, listen, I'll give it to Dallas defense. I'll give it to him. Dallas defense was on one thousand. They were on one thousand. One hundred. Like the like the majority of the game, Dallas defense was on one thousand. So, you know, I feel like the 49ers offense has to figure out a way uh, to. I don't. I don't. If 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 you can't run the ball. If you can't run the ball, they got to figure out a way to continue to move the ball to, to, and, and in a couple of missed opportunities too. They had an early opportunity to get seven, had to settle for three. Um, then they, then they had another opportunity to get seven at the, after the, uh, you know, the interception and, and things like that. Like too many missed opportunities. Dallas defense was selling to stop the run. That that's what it was. They, they, they were playing, they were playing, they were playing a good defense. I'm not going to take it, but if you're playing against the best defense in the league in practice, which I know is different, I feel I feel like you should be a little bit more prepared. I didn't think it would be cakewalk. I didn't think we put up 40 points, but we didn't get any touchdowns in the air. Matter of fact, we only got one touchdown this whole game, guys. One touchdown, whole game. Brock looked like he was seeing ghosts at times. Uh, a couple of interceptions dropped. Y'all did, I, I know, I know y'all saw that, right? A couple of interceptions dropped. Uh, and, and and listen, we got to be here to critique the young fellow because that's what it's all about. Because he needs to go out there and play better. He's about to face Philly, and if y'all thought Dallas defense was good, Philly's defense is even better. I think they got a better front than Dallas. They got better interior, better edge rushers. And so, wasn't looking for it to be a blowout. Definitely was looking for the 49ers offense 
to be better uh what's the word not equipped because they're definitely equipped they got the weapons they just they just couldn't figure out a way to get it in i guess couldn't figure out a way to get it in uh chris barber from facebook says tough game great win exactly tough game great win not i'm not gonna sit here and take away from that it was a tough game but it was a great win definitely and uh, where, where's my man right here? So he says they're just weak at linebacker. Here's the funny thing, right? Uh, I'm sitting and, and people were talking. It was like, yo, you know, we're not running the ball. And I'm like, yeah, like we got to get past the front first. You get past the front, you get to the middle, you're good. Like you, 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 you're good, but we couldn't get to the middle. The front, Dallas's front was taking away the daggone run. That's what they were doing. And I expect Philly to do the exact same thing. I expect Philly to do the exact same thing. That, that That's what I do. Uh, let's go over some PFF grades. All right. So Aziz Al-Shair was number one defensively. He had a 90.9. He had the highest grade actually rated game. Now, he only played 19 snaps because remember Al-Shair plays in the base package. Unless there's an injury, then he'll end up starting for Greenlaw. Um, here are your top five. Aziz Alshair, 90.9. Jimmy Ward, 89.4. Jimmy Ward had a blazing game, guys. Fred Warner, I thought, had the best game. Finished with an 86. Nick Bosa, number four, 79.2. These are PFF grades. You know, all this stuff is relative. And then Talanoa Hufunga finished in the top five at 70.5. Can you guys guess who number six was? Just curious. Number six. Number six, number six was my guy, guy that I thought was going to get a couple of interceptions, uh, but he didn't. Team did end up with two interceptions. They just didn't go to my guy. Uh, to Sean Gibson finished number six uh, on the list uh, from the top five. But let's let's talk about some of these players, man. Lenore, uh, remember Lenore gave up that big that big play and then got a penalty on the play at the same time. So you know that even though he finished, you know. With, even though he had an interception, he finished, you know, pretty good. He he gave up a couple of big plays. So Lenore is kind of like down there in the grades. He's number 15 on the list. He gave it that big play to CeeDee Lamb, I believe, and got the penalty. So, like, they just declined the penalty. Um, but top 10, Dre Greenlaw, 7, Mooney Ward, 8, Kiri Hyder, 9, Eric Armstead, 10. Those are your, those are your top 10 if you want to go uh, defensively. And then offensively, Charlie Warner. All right. Highest offensive grade, Charlie Warner, 81.5. Spencer Burford, 78.5. George Kittle, 78.2. Use check number four at 73.3. Jawan Jennings, number five at 72.2. CMC was six. Trent Williams was seven. Brock Purdy was eight. Debo was nine. Aaron Banks was number 10. All right. Aaron Banks was number 10. Um, those are your PFF grades. If I had to give players grades, um, you know, I like to give the offensive, like the, the positions grades. Like, you know, so if I if I go with the offense, the passing offense, I thought the passing offense, 200, what, 212 yards, not, not really too much. Um, it just wasn't, it just wasn't, Dallas has a good secondary too. Don't get it twisted. Safeties, 
corners. Secondary is good. Um, I think Bland has about he has six interceptions on the season, so you want to be careful where you were throwing. Um, but 212 yards as far as receiving, I mean, which would be in that. I mean, you look at it, you're like, what the hell happened to our receivers? I mean, D uh, well, George Kittle led in receiving, but from a wide receiver perspective, you know, it was, I believe, Debo Samuel. Um that had the most yards as a receiver. Ayuk only had 26 yards. He had four targets, two catches off of four targets. Jennings was two for two, though. Two two big ones, too. 26 yards. Debo was four for seven uh, with the 45 yards. George Kittle had a day. And it's funny because, like, with the 40, here's what makes the 49ers so dangerous, right? It's because you got to pick your poison. So, like, all right, defense, you're going to zone in on this particular player. Cool. I'm going to figure out how to do this, how to do that, or whatever, whatever, and 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 get it to the guy that's going to be open. And prime example, prime example was the George Kittle Bible pass. You guys remember the George Kittle Bible pass? That's the prime example. The prime example was that route. He made up that route. That He wasn't even supposed to run that route. The, the, the play wasn't to him, and he was like the fourth option on that route, according to Kittle. Shanahan, Brock, and all the other players. That's why the ball was probably a little bit out front to where he makes that one-hand catch, which was tough. Okay? It was tough. Uh, and then he ended up bobbling it. But that was the spark of the game. Like um, The 49ers needed that. That was the spark of the game. And I believe on that same drive, you get the penalty, George Kittle, right? You know, where he goes up and he gets held or whatnot and falls down to the ground. Right. So George Kittle definitely took it upon himself to get this team back into the game offensively. Brock had to make the right throws. Um, but, you know, I thought George Kittle was the life of the offense. Uh, CMC played decent, but they couldn't run the ball efficiently. Dallas was selling out the run. All right. Let's they're selling out the run. Let's get some of you guys on here. Um, you know how I like to do, man. I was talking a little bit. I want to see what you guys have to say about the game and. What are your thoughts about next week, man? Uh, while you guys are on your way up here, I'm going to go ahead and read one of the Super Chat contributions from my man, Bro Montana. He says, Aziz and Lenore were fire, and Kittle laid the hammer. Bink, bink, bink. Kittle laid the hammer. That, like, yeah, man. Kittle went out there and took it upon himself to make a play. And then after that, everything just kind of like just took off. Like the offense was clicking, long drives were back. You get what I'm saying? Because it's all about the sustainable drives for the 49ers. It's all that's all it came down to. Sustainable drives. Um, my man uh Ed Egger said 49er linebackers are brutal, exceptional. All right. The linebackers are on a whole nother. I feel like the linebackers are like super varsity, and then some of the other positions are kind of like JV, you know. So let me go ahead and get my man. What's going on, bro? What's up, man? I'm good, man. Uh, I, I remember you jumping on the show and you trying to tell everybody, like, listen, man, this game is going to be a close game. Uh, and it came down to, you know, who had the stronger jaw at the end, bro. So uh, what were your thoughts on the game? Well, it was a little lower scoring than I thought. Um, but I knew Dallas had a tough defense. And honestly and truthfully, if Jimmy was in that game, we lose. I'm, I'm just telling you flat out, point blank. Jimmy in there, we lose. 
Um, if um, because I just don't like the way Dallas's pass rush was coming the whole game, the way they were shutting down the run and stuff like that. I, I just I just don't. And then also I think Kyle doesn't trust Jimmy late in the game. Like like I think it was we were trying to seal the game away instead of just running it. He he um unleashed that thing to Kittle, and and he th- and he put the ball in the air at times where where typically you will see Kyle take the air out of the football on Jimmy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then try to put even more on the defense to try to win the game, than than it already was. I I just think it just I just think that Kyle really showed that he trusts that kid in the playoffs was the biggest one of the biggest things I took away from this game as difficult as it was. Yeah, like Kyle's been trusting Brock since Brock's been playing football, and you've seen it. You've seen him allow Brock to do certain things, uh, but even in this game, he didn't take the ball out of Brock's hands, which you're, which you're you know, you're alluding to. So Brock still had the ability and the opportunity uh, to try to make a play with his arm uh, because he knew he knew that Dallas was doing one thing, and that was taking away the run. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that Dallas said, I'm taking away this daggone run. Like, I don't want the run. Run is out of here. We're taking away the run. You know what I'm saying? And um, it was really tough to run the ball at the very beginning. But because they stuck with the run of the game and because the, I believe because the score was close, you know, it was a closer game. Um, I felt like Kyle was going a little bit conservative, uh, trying to just wear out that daggone clock, which is cool because you have a lead. And so. When you have a lead, you kind of play a little bit more conservative and, and, and you trust your defense. But I think he really did what you said was trust Brock. Uh, and that's something to definitely look forward to going into this next week's matchups, which I want you to give me a little tidbit, man. What are your thoughts on this next week? Uh, next week's matchup? Well, first of all, there's an extreme possibility I'm going to be in attendance. An okay. Extreme possibility. Okay. The tickets go on like- sale tomorrow morning. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Good so, luck. Good luck. I mean, get, I'm get to check out the prices and then get clearance from the wife. And so, yes, sir. do those two things. I'll be out. I'll, I should be in Philadelphia. Um, is there a road trip um gonna be this week, or is John not doing one this week? I'll be checking. I'll check in with John today, and then I'll definitely make sure you guys know if there's gonna be a road trip. Uh, I know there's a Super Bowl one, but I don't know if there's this one. So I'll check in with him today. <laughs> well, even if you just went to Arizona and didn't go to the Super Bowl, we're gonna have the craziest party in the world. So that that's what I meant. Yeah, it's just it's just real hard. Like I commend you from getting on a plane and going from the East Coast to the West Coast. I just can't I, do it, bro. I, hate, I can't I hate do it. it. I only do it because I love the <laughs> it's people. Just, it's from, yeah, it's it's from a time standpoint and a money standpoint. It's just it's brutal to do that to make a decision to do that. Um, and so, and then, so it's just like, so I just wait for an East Coast game. I'm mad that we have to travel, the team to travel. It would be better if there was a scenario the nice win and we could have host the championship game for team standpoint. But from my own personal standpoint, this is a huge win because I haven't been to a game like this before. And this would be a very big game to go to um with with the stakes that are on that are on hand. I just hope they don't send me back on that six hour drive of shame back home to North Carolina. <clears throat> just get on the airplane, bro. That way is a lesser drive a lesser <laughs> it's quicker. No, I, I can't do it. No, from from North Carolina 
to to Philadelphia, there's literally no returning flights that I could come home on. That's so crazy. I would have I'll be stuck in Philadelphia. Gotcha. Um, and I got to work the next day, so I'm probably gonna drive home and get home about three in the morning. On, okay. On the Monday morning, and get, and then get up at eight in the morning to go to work. <laughs> no, I got you, bro. You grinding. You yeah. grinding. Uh, any yeah, concerns? I gotta grind. I gotta keep making that paper. That ticket is expensive. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> it, matter of fact, TickPick uh, put out that they're standing room seats. If you're gonna get your stuff through a third party, now TickPick, I'm not sponsored yet with them, but I'm gonna tell you right now, they got the best prices for third party. So. Right now, standing room seats are like eight hundred and eighty bucks, bro. So, look, so got to wait for the tickets to go on sale from Ticketmaster. You got to be lucky to get one because you remember they're not gonna sell them to a lot of us. So you got to get get it get it quick. It's like getting a PlayStation Five, right? You That's just like nice getting room. a pair of Jordans on release day, bro. That's exactly like what's about a, to a go pair down. Of Jordans on release day, you boy. You better you better refresh, 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 boy. <laughs> it's gonna be sold out on you. <laughs> Ah, that's crazy. Listen, let me ask you this question. Any concern? <clears throat> give me one concern about the Philadelphia Eagles. I just, they're a complete team. Philadelphia is an absolute, they have two, two number one receivers, um, one A and one B and Brown. And um, and I can't remember that Smith uh, from Alabama. Um, and then they got a they got a real hard, hardcore defense too. I don't think their pass rush is as fast as Dallas, so that that might be that might be better. We might be able to run more of those bootlegs that we like to run because Dallas was eating those things alive. They were eating our bootlegs alive. They was eating our screen game alive. Like a couple of those screens to Debo, you see Micah Parsons run over Debo and just take him out of the play, and then make Brock hold on to the football. And so I don't know if Philly has that kind of speed. They're tough, but they don't have the speed to hurt us like like Dallas did this possible this past week. It was just the perfect matchup for Dallas and what we like to do and and so forth. Um, so yeah, McGlinchey got thrown down. It looked like the Reggie White move there, boy. That old hump move that Reggie White used to do to to the tackle all the time. Yeah, I got to leave McGlinchey alone, man. He ain't giving that was up a glitch in the Matrix. <laughs> that was, was. glitching the matrix there getting thrown on his back like that it was but but we really got to watch out for um bradbury man yes. bradbury is oh my god whatever we do don't throw it anywhere near him just stay away from bradbury man the way he muscled through that giants receiver last week and broke with that football and intercepted it at the same time yeah yeah stay stay away from him i don't he, know he, man i'm gonna muscle he ain't hustling through our receivers like that. Yeah, I can tell you, we're, I can we're, tell you that right now. Our receivers are strong. Giants, the, the number one receiver on the Giants was Richie James, bro. I'll leave it at that. We'll let we'll let we'll leave it there. Like, like that, that was their number one receiver. Like he's not muscling through our guys, but Bradbury is definitely a problem. Um, I I I you know, I gotta get my other man on here real quick, but We'll talk more about the Eagles, but but the secondary is is will be your area of concern. Yeah, I think that's their primary because I, they got a good pass rush. Yeah, but I just don't think it's as fast as 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 on Dallas's. So I don't think it affects us as much. And I just I think that we could we could potentially put on more points on them. But on the flip side, with our defense, hurts 
man, that dude, it's, that's going to be a tough – because we can't hardly stop mobile quarterbacks, and it, it doesn't get much more mobile than Jalen Hurts. Facts. Facts. All right, so let me go ahead and get my – I appreciate you for jumping on. Let me get my man XM34 Infinity on here real quick, bro. Hope I'll I see you next week, Breeze. Yes, sir, man. Just hit me up. I'll be there. All right. All right. Peace. What's good, baby? What's going on, Wayne? Hey, man. I'm I'm still in California. I'm gonna go out here. I I'm I'm I see an olive garden across the street. About to go get me some salad and breadsticks, and then I'm gonna walk to the mall. I'm gonna have fun today after this show. Cause I can't leave till the morning, so I'm just gonna have fun. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. I, I I I didn't get a chance to get on to wish you happy birthday. What was that? Was last week, right? Your oh, last, was last, yeah. last Sunday. Last yeah, Sunday, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. After after a good win, it was a great win. And then celebrate, get to celebrate this win. I came to work today, <laughs> like Friday. Came uh-huh. to work. All the Dallas Cowboy fans, they was all they was all geared up. They ain't here today. I'll show you the parking lot. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Did you hear what he said, y'all? Did you hear what he said? He said, I came to work today, and all the Dallas Cowboy fans that was there on Friday that were geared up ain't here today. And he about to show us. <laughs> I'm about to show you the parking lot. Now, this parking lot used to be full of cars all the way back over there. it's a lot of cowboy fans everywhere yo like they're they're everywhere every city every state and the one thing they do my my own mama hasn't texted me yet you know what i'm saying like the one thing they do is when they lose (laughs) they disappear (laughs) they go back under that rock they was under when before the season started (laughs) They faded to black. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. They, I'm sorry. they go out. They go out there where them stars at. They go. They get out there out, out of space. <laughs> they go where stars at. I was in. I was at a UPS store the other day, right? And this lady came. I walked in. She was like, "Oh, you, you a Niner fan? I'm a Cowboy fan. We gonna see y'all. We gonna see y'all." I said, "Yeah, y'all gonna see us." I said, "But uh, when the only times you when, when do you see stars?" The girl said, "At night." I said, "Well, what are you usually doing at night?" Sleeping? I said that's all they're always dreaming. Cowboys are always dreaming. <laughs> Why they got stars? Oh, oh, <laughs> so, oh thing. Look. I'm sorry man. for laughing. I didn't mean to <laughs> laugh like that, bro. That was funny. I didn't expect you to say that. I, I wasn't. They <laughs> was at the airport. You know what? Them cowboy fans, they bought my standby ticket. That's what happened. They was trying to now. If they would have won, they'd still be here. They would have took off today. But because they yeah. lost. They got beat. They said, you know what? Breezy not flying today. He he gonna have to wait till tomorrow. <laughs> That's what happened. They took they went home and they still took off. I told you folks didn't come to work. Oh, they right. so That's mad right. they don't even want to make no money. That's right. <laughs> All right, man. Give me one, give me one takeaway from the game and give me something that you're concerned about next week uh against these Eagles. One takeaway from the game. We were we were a complete team. Okay. That team grinded out together. We we were we were in complete unison. The offense wasn't D- Dallas. I'm not gonna say the offense. Dallas defense was flying all around the field, and, and and they played really good, really tight defense. But our defense was better. We had the two takeaways, uh, <clears throat> and and even though Nick Bosa didn't seem like he was much of a factor, he had pressures. 
Mm-hmm. And those freshmen played a difference. Uh, crucial, crucial moments. Everybody stepped up and made crucial plays in crucial moments. That 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 catch by Kittle, and in, in, even in that same drive with the uh, pass interference penalty, all crucial moments. Crucial, crucial moments. Uh, and you know what, what did we say about pressure? Pass. Pressure. Pipes. Well, pipes. But it also creates diamonds. And, and we was under diamonds. pressure. And we, and, and we came out as diamonds. We came out on top. I so like I have so much confidence. You know, I heard people say, oh, Kyle doesn't, doesn't trust uh, Brock Purdy because he ran all that time off the clock. I'm all like, see, y'all misinterpreting information. Okay. If I say if I say left and you turn to your right, mm-hmm. you just in- misinterpreted what I said, right? Mm-hmm. You're misinterpreting what Kyle was doing. And what I saw Kyle was doing because if he didn't trust him, those crucial moments, he wouldn't have put the ball in his hand. Okay. But in those crucial moments, he put the ball in Brock Purdy's hand. That's true. We wouldn't have deal with that. Not trying to knock Jimmy, but we feel we feel like we feel like I hear you. That wouldn't have been the same case. So, I, I hear you. All right, I'm gonna move forward. Eagles. They have the most sacks in the league. If our offensive line plays the way it did in that first half, we will be in trouble on that pass rush. Do they? I thought the Cowboys had the most sacks in the league. I could be wrong, but that's what I thought. I remember now, hearing the Cowboys. The Cowboys had the most takeaways. They had the most. Eagles they had the had most, most takeaways. Sacks. They created the most pressures. That's what it was. Okay, because I know the Eagles have the most sacks. I remember hearing that repeatedly. I was all like, "Ooh, okay. yo!" Uh, but yeah, so. In in that regard, I don't. I've never. I've not watched the Eagle game all season, so yeah, I don't. Eagles know had seventy they, sacks. God dang. Yeah, they they have a lot. <laughs> Chiefs was Damn. guess who's number two? Who Chiefs? The Chiefs. <laughs> the Chiefs, the Cowboys, and the Patriots were tied for three. Uh, Cowboys, Patriots at fifty four. So the Eagles have the most sacks in the league. That's a lot of sacks, man. That's a lot of sacks, bro. So I so hey I tell you what uh you know people saying hey they struggle against the run well we better be running the ball more than throwing the ball because if they struggle against the run let's just let's just run it like you know like that way yeah. we ain't got to worry about getting sacked God dang yeah. you know what it is it's because of their interior getting sacks and mm-hmm. their outside guys and they have depth that comes in and so right. it, it makes it it makes it tough and Hassan Reddick that's that's the key that. He's he's right. how many don't he got like eighteen of them sacks? Like if I'm not mistaken, Reddick was number two. He got a lot of them. behind Bosa. <laughs> they got a lot of it. They got several guys with eight, nine, ten. So that that's my biggest fear. I don't think with all the weapons that we have, because most people don't talk about that. You know, most teams got, you know, like we saw the Cowboys uh, uh, when, you, and, when 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 their running back went out. They was they was basically a one man team. Gotcha. You know, and that's that's most teams. They got maybe they may have two, they may have three, but we have five offensive weapons. Then you throw in the worst players that you would say like Ray Ray McLeod uh, or Juwan Jennings. These are these are that 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 extra little tool that that screwdriver on the Swiss Army knife. And they got the extra you know, the, the gear. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you don't always got to pull out. But when you pull out, it's for a, spe- a specific reason you pulling it specific out. Reason. 
I and, got and, you. And, it, and it come through, you know. So we have we have those. We got we got the fire, we got the live, we got the can opener, we got the, you know, but then you know, we we got that, we got that. Oh, I got the Philip here. Hold on, I need you need a Philip here? I got a Philip here. Here you go. Oh, you need a flathead? I got a flathead. Here you go. You know, and we have we have all that. And Brock Purdy, man, let's be honest. I don't know. He he has he just has an anointing on him it's because something. it's something. Mm-hmm. He, he look at look at the the possible interceptions he's had. They don't get picked off. Why? Why? There's got to be something. I mean, it's going to people who are sure-handed people who have been picking stuff off, but when it come out of his hand, for some reason, it hit the ground. You know, the last one he threw, Jawan Jennings tipped it up. But if it don't touch any one of our players' hands, mm. it typically hit the ground. And I, I just, there's, there, there has to be, that's not coincidence. Can't mm-hmm. be coincidence. And can't just be luck. You know, because I, I, he, he almost had three. Potentially two or three in this game. He's potentially had two or three in the Seattle game. He's had a few of them along the way, but they never get. They never get. And so, to me, uh, that just says that that anointing, that that covering, like a hedge around the ball, mm-hmm. whenever he lets it go, and that's just those potential pickoffs. So, uh, I don't know. We we play our game like you said, run the ball. That's going to open up the pass. Get that play action going. We say it all the time, any given Sunday. So I mean that that's that's always a possibility. But I just have so much faith in in, in our team. There it is. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. We're gonna we're gonna talk about faith all week long because that's what we need. We need to be have faith in what these players have been doing all season long. All season that's long. Name, right? Faithful that's, to the base. That's it. That's it's, it, it's in it's in our it's in our mantra. We have faith in this team. Win, lose, or draw. But at the end of the day, you can only please God if you step out on faith. That's it, brother. I I, I, I ain't gonna do my dome impression. Hey man, that's okay, man. We gonna drop the mic on that one. Let me get my man Mo's up here. But I appreciate you for jumping on with me. For sure, for sure, man. I'm gonna go ahead, yell Niners, and and I'm not gonna get no echo back of. Who would? What about them cowboys? You ain't gonna hear. You ain't gonna... <laughs> just walk in and say, "We them boys." They they they'll show up. They'll be like, "What? <laughs> what you talk about? What you mean?" Nah, I'm just playing, man. Listen, I appreciate you. Love you, man. Enjoy your day. Love you too, bro. One more thing. Go check out Instagram. Watch them punching their TVs, shooting their TVs, throwing their TVs out, driving over their TVs. Stop being emotional. Y'all know what you got. I I watched one thing. That was Skip Bayless fake self throwing that trash uh, that Dak Prescott thing in the trash can. That's all I need to see. I thought that was funny. It made me fall asleep rather early, man. But listen, I appreciate you for jumping on here. For sure, man. I'll get up with that. Love y'all, man. I love you too. Peace. Mose and Melissa. Melissa, I'm gonna bring you back in. Mose, what's good, bro? Bro, what up? It looked like it's raining. That's what I. That's what I look like. I saw when you switched the screen. Yo. Yeah. Am I we here? You loud and clear. We loud and clear. What's going on with you, dog? I'm good, man. Hey, bro, uh, you live in Cali now, dog. What is I that think thing? I'm gonna get me. You got. A you got permanent... moved out there. You got a condo. I'm about. I'm about to. I mean, if I could afford a condo and wherever the hell I am, I would. But these condos is like nine hundred thousand hundred. Million, like I'm like, yo, why cost so it's expensive, man? I can't even afford the breadsticks at Olive Garden. But listen, 
I know we didn't get a chance to do anything last night because by the time I got in my room after that steak victory dinner, I went to sleep. So I'm just gonna keep it. A oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. It went crazy last night. It was crazy. It was crazy, bro. It's it's crazy out here. Uh, but man, what's going on, man? Tell me, tell me your thoughts, man. This game and and you're you're in Philly. Tell me what's going on out here, bro. Yo, you know, I, you know, I'm getting it. I, I, I drove to work today. I, I wasn't even supposed to be in there today, but I had a couple meetings that I had to attend in person. So I was like, let me just let me just show up to Philly and see what they're talking about. Soon as I get in a meeting and open up my computer screen, you know I got a picture of Levi Stadium. All I hear behind me is boo. Like it's y'all, y'all scared like already. It's gonna be y'all, like that, man. Y'all worried already. Already. They was worried. When we played Dallas, because they was like, "Yo, beat Dallas!" Like, bro, they please. wanted, they wanted Dallas. Oh, they wanted man. Dallas. Just like Skip Bayless was like, "Oh, Philly, we'll see you next week." Yeah, they wanted Dallas because, because the the theme of the season, everybody says, "Oh, it's hard to beat a team three times in a row." Ah. Well, we did it. They beat the Giants three times in a row. Yep. Now they lost to Dallas the first time, but they. They, uh, I know they beat Dallas the first time. And lost lost the to them time. the second time because they didn't have Jalen Hurts. And now the whole thing was, oh, Jalen Hurts versus Dak Prescott. Y'all gotcha. team at full strength. Our team at full strength. Winner it is go to the Super Bowl and likely win the Super Bowl. They 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 kept acting like we wasn't in the picture no more. Well, the whole damn uh, uh, media act like we weren't in the picture. Period. Like. I don't understand like, what the 49ers like got to do. To... Even there, <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. It's like it, like like we threw in the towel and says, you know what? We want to uh, remove our names from this tournament, and we just want the NFC East to to do battle with themselves, and whoever wins wins that competition and go to the Super Bowl. Nah, bro, we still here. We still here. Don't overlook us. Don't disrespect us. Well, we well, still here. So, Mose, expect all the overlooking this week. Expect maybe three media-based people to give the Niners a chance. Like, expect it. And I think the 49ers want that. I think they yeah. want it. Yep. They want we play, it. Bro. We play better. We play better when we're doubted. We play better when people don't give us a chance. We play better when people don't expect anything from us. And the and the narrative is gonna be. Oh, a team with all of those weapons could only put up 19 points against a Dallas defense and a quarterback in Dak Prescott who threw two interceptions. Mm-hmm. That's playoff football. We're not talking about the regular season. Mm-hmm. I guarantee mm-hmm. you if, it, if this was the regular season, if this was week eight or nine, and we're not talking about anything on the line, we're just putting ourselves in position for a playoff run, that game is totally different. Makes sense. That game is totally different. But both teams had something to play for. It's the playoffs. It's win or go home. It's not so you're not supposed to see blowouts. You're not supposed to see 38 to sevens. And that's why I, I rock with our squad. Because like Mike said last night, uh, when I hopped on NBN representing uh Nitty Gritty, he said we were battle tested. We've proven this season that we can win a game any type of way you want us to win a game. For Dallas, before they played us, it was easy. 
they didn't have to put no effort in. And then when they played us and, and how physical we are, the bully ball that we play, it shocked them. And I have a feeling that the trend is going to be the same. The Eagles coming off a of bye week had to put no work in against the Giants. None. That game was so easy. Like but it was like the Giants. Play us. The Giants and the Bucks shouldn't have even been in the playoffs. I'd rather it have been the Lions and give me another team. Right. Like, like right. right. Give me yeah. I, give me the Packers. Because even if they can't do anything on offense, at least their defense gonna show up. Cool, true. And they play better in the Detroit. playoffs. Give me Detroit saying. because they I would they I would even, no matter what. I would have even taken uh, uh the commanders. I felt like the commanders, at least defensively, would have tried their best to shut somebody, one of them East teams down. That would have been crazy having four teams from the same division in the in the playoffs. But hey, that would have been wild, bro. That would have been wild. <clears throat> that would have been wild. But nah, seriously, man. Uh, I thought the game overall was playoff atmosphere. You didn't see Kyle take crazy ass chances like he normally would have taken. They finally got the lead, and then it was it was time to hold the lead. And I know a lot of us wanted to punch them in the mouth and step on the gas, but Dallas defense wasn't bending. They weren't allowing us to run. We couldn't run inside. We couldn't run outside. But the crazy thing is we kept the score so close that when we did decide to go inside out again, it started working. That's attrition. Mm -hmm. That let me know that Kyle said we're going to wear their asses out. That's what we did. And that's how we won. I mean, I, I feel like uh, my man Bryant says Robbie Gold is the true MVP for sure. I mean, he was clutch. He, he was called, his number was called. He didn't miss. You know, um, we didn't have and, we didn't have those same issues that the Cowboys had worrying about if they kicker is going to miss the kick. Yeah, because the first the first kick that they sent him out there on, everybody said it. Yeah, it got blocked, but he was missing that kick by a mile. And I almost wish that we didn't block the kick. And we'd have just let him miss it because, because that, that would have really been in his mental. Yeah, that, that would have been really in his mental. Messed him up. That would have been in his mental. But listen, Dallas didn't necessarily trust him neither because they were going for it on fourth down like crazy. Yep. So I mean, there was a couple of times they trusted him, but like they one time that was it. They gave him a, a couple of shots. Other than that, Dallas was going for it on fourth downs. What are you looking forward to next week, bro? I got to get Melissa on here. What are you What are you looking forward to next? We're gonna We're gonna spend all week breaking this game down, but like, like not looking forward to. But what's one concern from Philly that the 49ers need to own in on? I I, I I've heard people say it. Obviously, when you look at the receivers, you know we talk about the wide receivers, and you know we played against two really good wide receivers. DK went off for ten plus catches, one hundred thirty plus yards, two touchdowns. C.D. Lamb went off for 10-plus catches, 100-some yards. He didn't get into the end zone. I'm not afraid of one wide receiver being the primary target and getting the bulk of the catches because we can slow down the rest of the team and eliminate them. The problem with Philly is that they have two wide receivers. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we can let A.J. Brown get 10 catches for 100 yards and maybe one touchdown, but are we going to be able to slow down and stop Devontae Smith as well? So I've heard that argument, and that is a valid argument. But for me – it all starts and ends with Jalen Hurts because we've been a, a team known to allow mobile quarterbacks to, to break contain, get outside the pocket, and make plays with their legs to extend drives. 
there were a few times Dak Prescott was able to do it. I think he had like four or five carries for like 22 yards. There were a few times where he had some lanes. He just didn't take those lanes. Jalen Hurts is not afraid to take those lanes. I remember the game last year, week two, where Jalen Hurts went off for, I think he had 100 yards rushing that game. Mm -hmm. If not, he had 80 or 90 close to it. Uh, And he had some big ones that he broke off. So my biggest concern is, are we able to contain Jalen Hurts? And watching this game against the Cowboys, seeing that, you know, uh, we had Bosa off the field because he was winded a little bit. Omenicu went into the locker room at one point. Armstead was off the field because they were winded. I understand kind of how the roster was, is, is being made up and who's active. Um, but I think somebody needs to be inactive. I think my, my primary target right now, Janoris Jenkins. Keep him on the squad. Love him as an addition, as a veteran. But I think we need to deactivate uh, Jack Rabbit, and we need to make Drake Jackson active. We need to have all of our horses on the defensive line available and ready for this game if we need to rotate them out. Drake Jackson, he's young, he's explosive, he's athletic. But my primary concern is going to be Jalen Hurts keeping him contained in the pocket. Now, I I believe if we can keep him in the pocket and force him to be a one-dimensional pocket passer, I think this defense is so opportunistic that we'll find a way to create a turnover. We'll find a way to get a pick, to confuse him with our schemes and our coverages, whether it's Demo, whether it's uh, Fred Warner, whether it's Dre Greenlaw, Ufunga, Mooney, you name it. I feel like we can get a pick if we keep him in the pocket. But that's my biggest concern. I like it, Moles. Moles knows, guys. Make sure you go ahead and give him a subscription to his channel. You see that he knows exactly what he's talking about. That's why he's a member of the Nitty Gritty crew. Moles, I love you, man. Love you too, bro, man. Have a good uh, rest of the day, man. Safe flight home, and we'll get at, the, get at it the rest of the week. Yes, sir. Peace. All right, bro. All right, fair. Technically, you was after Melissa. I got to get Melissa in here first. She, she was here. Her call dropped. What's going on, Melissa? Hey, Breezy. So good to see you. You too. You too. What's going on? You feeling good? Uh, Yeah, I need you to calm down and get a good rest. My brother pissed me off yesterday. Uh-oh. Talking trash. He's a very, very bitter Packer fan right now. Ah, uh, Packer fans, you have no dogs in the fight. <laughs> There's no reason to be bitter. Support your sister, man. What the hell? Jeez. You should have seen him go at my dad, who was getting obliviated by the, the, the Philadelphia Eagles. He's like, oh, look at what uh, you, you're barely putting up on there with Matt Breida. And look at what the Packers put up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, he's the most bitter person in the world right now. So um, <laughs> that, that's another whole conversation that we don't have to have. Definitely. I want to call in and... Um, ask your opinion on who you think should be active and inactive on our receivers because the one thing I fear about Philadelphia and it was made abundantly clear on Saturday night was their their, their secondary cannot oh, be given free chances Mm-mm. you know like I don't so, think Brock Party I don't think Brock Party has a turnover issue I, I just think that sometimes because he, he doesn't have as much reps with the receivers that the other quarterbacks had, 
that the tiny and the way they, they choose on certain routes, they don't always have down pat, especially in high pressure situations. So my fear is that like a Jawan Jennings play or a Brandon Ayuk play or one of those plays can happen where it can either be tipped at the line or it could be tipped when the receiver's trying to go up for it and can't pull it down. And then it gets bounced into those DB's hands. Because not only will they pick you off, but then they'll run it back and do serious damage. Listen, the, the biggest concern for me isn't their, their pass rush, the fact that they can get 70 sacks. I think what enables, <laughs> what enables their, their secondary to be as good as you're saying is the pass rush, right? Yeah. I don't I don't think the 49ers are going to be able to negate that unless they figure out how to ignite the quick game like run uh run towards it throw quick screens like and, and we tried it this week it just wasn't working um but Dallas was also sending five six like they were blitzing too so like I don't know if the Eagles do a lot of blitzing I haven't watched their film I don't know I haven't paid them any attention yet so I will look into that. Uh, but Dallas was doing that, which was confusing the offensive line a little bit. And that's why sometimes you saw guys go unblocked because they were sending more than what we were blocking. And if you don't have your tight end into the chip or your fullback to chip or whatever, there's going to be a guy in, in Brock Purdy's face. But the reason why I said that was because Darius Slay and Bradbury are ballers out there in that secondary. And, and CJ Gardner Johnson, which is their safety. So like, depending on like, they also have to defend us differently too. So when you look at Dallas, like they're going to have to play a lot of cover one, maybe a lot of cover three, because we have a running back that could come out there and somebody's got to account for a Debo Samuel, not Debo Samuel um, on the, on the, on the, um, as a receiver, but it's Chris McCaffrey as a receiver. So some, a safety is going to have to take that. Like I, if I, I'm not putting a linebacker, on Christian McCaffrey if he splits out wide. So Kyle Shanahan is going to do his best to dictate what he makes the defense do to make them commit so that there's an easier coverage. Because I don't think Charner uh, Johnson is going to if, – if if he's lined up in a regular defense to face a George Kittle, Kittle's going to mm-hmm. eat him alive. But, <laughs> but just, just because of strength, size – you name it, right? That's what that's what yeah. that's what that's what Kittle wants to do. What I think they're gonna do is if Kyle Shanahan finds a way to get Christian McCaffrey ignited on that pass and catch game, you're gonna see Johnson take a little bit of that, which is gonna leave his guys out there on islands because you're not gonna have the safety over the top to help cover the deep zone. So now guys are gonna be playing man, but now underneath we could do so much other stuff. So it's gonna be a great game. Uh I don't want to just throw the ball up in the air to a wide receiver to have him go get it because they got ball hawks. Uh, Darius Slay is probably one of my favorite players in the yeah. NFL, and he's been that since he's been with the Lions. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be dope. I don't think Slay is overrated at all. I see Miles says he's overrated. I I, I don't think so. Slay has, been a pro- Slay has been slaying this game since Detroit, like literally. Um, but Slay is one of those guys who, who doesn't talk. He just shows up and does his business. Every game, consistently, and then he, he and then he allows the other DBs around him to 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 talk him up. It was kind of like those, those early days with um, Brandon Ayuk before he learned to like own who he <laughs> is himself. Yep, yep, yep. And he'd have George and Debo, and he just like, like silently be standing next to them in a presser and let them talk up how great Brandon is with his route running and everything else. Um, I don't think that Darius Slay is ever going to be a talker. 
But just because he's not a talker doesn't mean that he's not a threat. He definitely put up, uh, you know, in in the games. Um, that's so. So your concern is the secondary. I like that. Uh, got to find a way to negate that pass rush because I think when it enables that secondary is defective, they could get to the quarterback. And my other concern is the the, uh, the tight end Dallas Goddard because everyone's talking like Miles Sanders and Boston Scott and uh, Devontae Smith and AJ Brown. It's not like those guys aren't a threat, but what we do have sometimes is an issue. And it's my only knock really against Yonador Lenore. He has issues with big body uh, tight ends and wide receivers. So that's my one like little worry is because. He has such a hard time bringing down big body guys by himself. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's more of a threat than the, the, the smaller guys that I think our defense can keep up with. Okay. I can dig it. Give me uh, one, one good takeaway from this game that you just witnessed on Sunday. Um, My big takeaway is that Diamador Lenore is still balling, and Juwan Jennings is still coming up clutch. They both coming up clutch, right? Yeah, I like that. I like it. I like it a lot. I I I like Goddard, or I, I do. Uh, 49ers typically don't struggle against tight ends um, in the receiving I, I, game. I know, they- I know the linebackers don't, and the rest of the secondary doesn't, but Diamador himself does. You know, you gotta just, gotta uh, find a way not that to one have... that gotta one f- guy because um I, I I remember when he used to play the Rams it was like Tyler Higby kept like just bullying him because he knew he could and Dallas Goddard's got that kind of like tenacity to him so um but I'm not I'm not knocking Demo I'm not like hating on Demo it's just that's my one little worry um especially because sometimes. They, they they do these weird things where they put Demo on like an island by himself, and then the safeties are on the opposite side with uh, Traverius Ward. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I wanted to ask you a question real quick. Okay. Which which Kittle play pissed you off more? Because I love George Kittle, and I'm very protective of George Kittle, and I have been for years. Um, but there were two plays that kind of pissed me off in this game. When he had that that bobbled up catch that he like juggled to himself. Mm-hmm. You could kind of see like Trayvon Diggs coming in, lowering his helmet, lowering his shoulder pad, and wanting to do damage. And like, thankfully, George Kittle ducked around him and like escaped it. And I, I, I think that's a lot to do with how Buddha Baker's kind of like blown out his knee twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he has like those kind of eyes in the back of his head. He's like, I'm not going to get hit before I get this damn ball. Um, and then the other one that kind of pissed me off was I, I forget where it was in the game. He was down on the ground, and they like lifted up his leg up into the air. It looked kind of like what happened with Debo and uh, Abrams from last week. And I was just wondering which one pissed you off more because it felt like all the Cowboy fans and the the networks are all making excuse how the Niners uh, got lucky or they played dirty or they tried to do damage because Pollard got hurt. Um, But I actually saw two plays on one of my favorite players get like absolutely targeted and i was wondering which one got you more rather i honestly i didn't pay any of that any attention i was so happy that kiddo <laughs> caught the pass and when you're at the game they don't show the replay like that on the big like the way you see it on tv I, I, I well, i've never been to a game so right so I, I i didn't see him miss the miss the hit i didn't see his leg get you know twisted up i, I didn't see any of that 
Um, I watched the game today, and then I could get back to you on it. But I, I no thought problem. Kittle just made bang bang plays. Hey, on that pass interference, on that call down that, that holding call down the field. I mean, that was that was beautiful. Like, and you and you heard him say he had to sell it, right? Because he did it last week, and he didn't get the flag. And the guy was like, "Well, if he would have threw you the ball, oh, I love that." Right, and so I, I like, loved. I've been asking our players for a decade <laughs> to go to acting school and learn how to fucking act so they can start getting these flags. It's part of the game. <laughs> I think that was him like, in his like WWE mode. Like he had to put like a, a, a Eddie, and he had to you know do the big flail with the, like the chair and like absolutely so that he got hit. It's. it's... Um, uh, I, I just, I just, uh, I, I just felt like Kittle. Uh, w- without Kittle's energy, the 49ers don't find a way to win that game. Like they don't, they don't win it. They just don't. Like it, they might have won it by three, um, but that, but that catch, which was a tough catch, people aren't giving him credit for the catch. We call it the bobble catch, but it wasn't a, a easy pass because he had to stretch out to grab it by one hand. And yeah, I thought he was going to reel it in on the one hand. And it just didn't get reeled in, but he was still able to secure it. He was able to get down. He was able to avoid the contact, like you said. And then after that, you just saw, like, the crowd went wild, right? And then the offense found a way to get the ball in the end zone. I I think that's all we wanted to see yesterday was find a way to get the ball in the end zone. And when it happened, we knew that the game was over. And I, I agree with your tweet, by the way. Um, I have my issues with Mike McGlinchey, and they're numerous, but he had those two, like, legitimate, like, monster blocks to help Christian McCaffrey go in untouched oh. and on touchdown. I, I, like, I know <laughs> I, I, I know we watched Mike McGlinchey get tossed to the side, right? I get it. Yeah. He was Superman flying in the air, no doubt. But then he Superman flew. He took on two blocks. I mean, to where and they were quick. There was like one and then two, and he was like, "I'm gonna outrun Christian." You remember? You remember? Uh, all right. So, uh, what is that? It's a video game, right? It's a video game, and when you when you when you win, the broom come out and do like the sweeping, and they go around. I can't remember what it is. That was Spencer Burford. So after McGlinchey got the blocks, Spencer was like, like he was just making sure they stayed off. McCaffrey went untouched in the end zone on that, and the 49ers took the lead. Uh, well, they had the lead. They added to the lead, and, and they ended up securing that game. So, to me, that was dope. Uh, I know somebody in here says, we're not giving the, the 49ers a chance. Uh, this is just week day one after the game. We're going through what we watched, what we witnessed, and how we could be better to prepare for the Eagles. So, trust me, if you watch it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you're going to see all the 49ers and all the chances. The 49ers, at the end of the day, are the number one defensive team in the league. And I'm going to say it like I said it before, the Eagles ain't seen that shit yet. So, at the end of the day, the Eagles haven't played this defense. So, if you want me to get back to that, like, people need to understand, the Eagles ain't seen shit yet. They ain't played nobody as tough as the Niners. Nobody as resilient as the Niners. So, there's no not a chance in hell I think the Eagles are going to win this game. I was more concerned about Dallas just because of the history of the two teams. Ain't no fucking history between the Eagles (laughs) and the 49ers. I'm not worried. That's not going to make me feel not one bit nervous. I don't care if the Eagles would have went 16-1. and 49ers will still win this game. I'm not cursing at you, my uh miss out there. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, like, trust me, you ain't we just getting riled up. We just going over what we saw 
on, on last night. I do apologize. I, I, I do have one slight concern when it comes to our defense, besides mm-hmm. the tight end thing. Eric Armstead kind of backed off. Like even even he admitted it on like Twitter, and I think one I of his didn't tweets. Understand it though. I didn't get it. But breezy, I nope. I, I do understand it though. Nope. No. Okay. Can, no can excuse. I, can I can I can I explain you, where I'm coming you, from? You wrap the mother freaker and you bring him down. If they call a penalty, oh well. It's not like it was gonna be crazy force. He didn't have a face mask. And what if what if Dak Prescott made that pass? And we're gonna be saying Eric Armstead, what the right? That's what we're gonna say. It's no yes. excuse. I, and that's all true. But the way that this team has gotten. Drake Greenlaw ejected for simply having a quarterback rolled into him at the wrong possible minute. Totally different the, way. The, the way that we had DeAndre Lenore's uh, pick six ripped away from him on Thursday Night Football because an unnecessary bullshit uh, call was made, so Gino got bailed out. The, the way that this, this team has been penalized for the, these calls being too rough on quarterbacks and the way it continues to be called, I can understand where Armstead came from. You know, he didn't want to get the the fifteen yards penalty, and then give them a whole new set of downs, and then give up the hail mary, and then by chance they got the, the touchdown, and then it, it got yeah. too close and too dangerous. So, like, I, I understand where you're coming from. If it had gone the way that they had hoped, and and um, mm-hmm. what's his name? Uh, Dak Prescott. No, the stupid Dak. tight end had gotten two oh, feet in Dal- it. Dalton Schultz. Uh-huh. Dalton shows that got both beaten. It would have been a whole other story, mm-hmm. but I, I do kind of understand that because, and that's my one fear with Jalen Hurts is because it's not that he's a mobile quarterback or that he's good at throwing the ball, which he is both. It, it's those fucking dumb penalties, Breezy, because I, I, they are making him out like he's the Messiah of the entire NFC now, like listen. he's the next Aaron Rodgers. Listen, listen, listen. There was no way in hell he was getting a penalty <laughs> on that play. He had his big musket ass 56-inch <laughs> arms wrapped around Dak, and all he had to do was just hold him. Just hold him. Don't tackle him. Just hold him. Just push his ass out of bounds while you're holding him. Don't touch him. Don't tackle him. Just hold him. Wrap him. That's it. He let him yeah. go. He He hit him. And let him go. And Dak gets the pass off. All I'm saying is, if that was a completed pass, all y'all Mickey Figgies out there would have been mad as hell. And don't tell okay. me y'all wouldn't have been. So so what pissed you off more? That or or that, Drake Greenlaw's? That, that, that right there. That was a safety. Or, or, that was two or, points and the ball back. That pissed me off. Don't give me that soft shit. Y'all crack me up. I swear y'all crack me up, not you. You and you and you and you, you, y'all make me, y'all crack me up. Talking about, oh, he didn't want to get the penalty. I tell you what, let that have been a completed pass and gave them Juju to get that ball into the end zone. We would be having a different conversation right now. And again, uh, uh, probably would have went into overtime. I was going to go at one of my favorite players, Jake Greenlove, giving up the, the interception at the end. And he could have had a pick six. And that was a bigger score. The Drake that's Greenlaw what I was. Uh, that's what I was gonna ask. Okay, I'm sorry. I, was, I gotta get. I, I gotta get to fair you on off. here. He's probably trying to get back to work. So let me get fair on here, Melissa. But I appreciate you. But listen, the Drake Greenlaw play was dumb as hell. He's just dumb. 
That was dumb. That's the second dumb shit he did all season. He did it in Chicago week one. He did it in the playoffs right here. That was dumb. He got to stop being dumb, like doing dumb stuff. He's not dumb as far as like dumb. He just do dumb shit. No, he has some brain farts, which that's what a I lot mean. of people are. Defense have brain farts. Yeah. All right. All right. All right one last thing, I just wanted to thank you for going on live with Adam Saturday night, and oh, for sure. I, I, I cannot wait to have you on driving to the top. I, I actually have privileges to to make the podcast without someone else moderating. So, whenever you're free on afternoon, just let me know because I am dying to have a full podcast with you. Congratulations to Melissa. She's going to be hosting a podcast. Give her a round of applause. I don't have my my sound effects. I'm so proud of you. It's okay. Uh, You've come a long way. Uh, but I'm nervous. I he he wants me to take over the whole Niners thing. Like You should do it. You are, you are the Niners queen out there. So we'll definitely uh, 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 be here to support you. There, there's Miss Debbie and Miss Crystal and Mariah. For sure. And, For sure. and Stephanie Sanchez. I am not anywhere near those queens. No way, For Jose. Sure. There are many queens out there. There are many kings and queens. You can be a king and a queen. It is not just one. You know what I'm saying? This ain't England. This is all <laughs> over uh, the world. So you're a queen. All right. Let me go ahead and get fair on here, but I appreciate Bye, you. Bye, All right. Fair to God. I know you've been waiting. Oh, that's a nice That's a nice pantry back there. Mark, <laughs> hang in there with me, brother. I got you. Um, <laughs> uh, fair, I'm just going to shut up. I'm just going to let you rock. I got a little hot. Because you know <clears throat> that should have been a safety, right? End right. of discussion. This is football. I don't want to hear that soft shit. I mean, it, it was a weird play, right? That was so strange. Seeing him like run full speed, and then you get there and you're like, ah, just kidding. <laughs> <I>, stop. <laughs> Thought I was gonna get you. All he had to do was take the beard, the arms. Like, all right, this is what I would have did. That, that's, running, and that's a yo, that's a big ass wingspan. That's too, a bro. wingspan. So I yeah. just took the arms. Uh, and if you want to be soft, give him a Charmin hook, right? right. But push right. him out of bounds. That's two get points. He gotta get out of there. Get him out of bounds. You have okay. to. I'm done. It's your time. I agree fault. with you. No, no, no. I'm, I, we're gonna have a conversation because I agree with you. There's no way you could convince me otherwise. And you know what? I know Armstead feels stupid after he watched that crap. He probably was like, man, what am I doing? <laughs> uh, that was game over right there. The game was game. Game. I forgot about that part. That was the game. I'm oh, sitting here. I, I died. Yo, I must have died five times in that stadium because the 49ers could have ended the game. Five. Five. I had five cardiac arrests. I promise you. And how, time, how many S's in how many S's is in it was five arrest assists because I have five cardiac. <laughs> I promise you, I have five different film shots on my phone right. to end the game. Five, right? right. I'm sorry, bro. It's your no, time. man. I, no, no, no. This is your show. You know what nah, I mean? Like, time, yo, man. at the end of the day, bro, it it, it behooves me. I, I I can't put the words into like how crazy it is and i feel bad for these d linemen because they're literally having to think instead of just reacting at this point that's a prime example of how the rules have changed exactly how these players are playing the game a prime example where your lineman is scared to hit the quarterback that's crazy how does that make sense how does that make sense for the nfl your lineman 
has it lined up perfectly. He's not going to go low and take out his leg. He's not going to horse collar him. He's not going to hit him in the helmet or the face. None of that. He has him lined up perfect for an ideal tackle, and he's scared to even hit him. I got you. Isn't that when people get hurt? Isn't that when Armstead possibly could get hurt for not just reacting and playing? Like, bro, this is wild, man. You mean frustrating. You mean thinking instead of – Thinking, yeah. Thinking. You you don't think in football. You react. You you think in advance of what's going to happen so that you can try to react faster. But if you're thinking while the play is going, you're burnt already. You're all set. You're toast. You have to trust your instincts. So, yeah, man, that was frustrating. I mean, obviously, the green law, I heard y'all talking about that as well, but the green law, he, we're used to green law making that play. That's the that's the green law. That's what got him the moniker big play, Dre, right? That We were used to that. Like, oh, this is about to be a wrap. That's Dre another time I got pick six. That was it. That was the game. And I mean, even before that, before we even had to get there, though, we have a running back who busts a run. And instead of getting down and bounds, he runs out of bounds. Little, 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 little I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta cut him some slack on that one. I, Cause just, just as cause he got the first down. No, nah, because I, the way I saw it, and I guess I didn't watch it on TV. So what was it? The bend that he took. On yes. Yeah, so okay. I'm, I'm thinking that bend, right, is what and, got him the extra yards. Right, and so I'm thinking. If he just falls down, that's an injury. That's just me. I'm just right. like, cause, cause, cause you, he ain't gonna slide like a quarterback. Like, what nah, did you nah, want nah. him to do? So, like, nah. I didn't just know. Just lean into the defender and go down. Just lean into the defender. He didn't and go know down. who was behind him, and it could have right. been a strip fumble. Anything. So he, he just, he was just running. So he got out of bounds. But that was a brain fart too. I just don't right. know if if he could do it. I don't know if I would have did that. I, I'd have brain farted too. As oh, a man, man. It, it, there was a couple, man. We just need to tighten these up because for sure, Philly coming, man. Philly this is coming. why we. This is why we have this show. And for those that are new to watching, please hit the subscribe button, hit the like button as well. But this is hit why we have these conversations. Like Word. I think the preface of our show is, yeah, we won, but how can we be better? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. It's and just, I mean, you know, you look at some of the things that um, the Eagles are good at that Dallas is not, and, and vice versa, right? So they have all this speed on the D-line in Dallas. And although they might not be as fast in Philly, they have a, a bunch of folks. They have a wave, and then they have a second wave So they wave got, they got depth, come. too. Okay. Oh, my goodness. They got well, depth. Is... You know, we might be able to do more. I think, like, Philly, uh, uh, run-wise, you know, we'll probably be able to run the ball a little bit better if we stick with our outside zone because they don't have the, the fast players. But, man. The linebackers. They don't have the linebackers. They, they – it, it isn't even that. It's like you see, like Parsons is not letting you get. He's setting the edge, and you're not running around him. Well, Parsons is an edge linebacker. Like, like yeah, he yeah, he's a true. tweener. They they have he bigger. They have bigger. They played line- him at linebacker a lot yesterday too. Right, right. More so so than to, ever. I was trying to tell people that he's the motherfucking Sam, and no, nobody listens nah, to me. He played all over the place yesterday. They had Look, him everywhere. Um, that was dope, bro. Because. I and that was something that we people were talking about in the chat. You know, the speed of their mm. linebackers, they're they're bigger, they're the old school kind of linebackers, right? And if oh, they yeah. get you, thumpers. they're gonna get you. The thumpers. Right. Yeah, if they get you, they're gonna get you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. But you know, the way that we run, the way that we pull people, the way that we set up different things. I, me personally, running wise, man, I feel more comfortable 
with the Eagles than I did Dallas. Yeah. I, I feel like we could run the ball on the Eagles, man. That's what everybody was saying. And I feel like we're about to run the ball on the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And if you start wearing them boys down and they getting in them 12, 14, 16 play drives, and you take, you know, the opportunities for Jalen Hurts to hurt you away, he got to score two and three times, and he's only touching the ball two and three times a half, then it starts getting a little hairy for Philly. Then they may start pressing a little bit. But, you know, we'll we'll get into that, I'm sure, later on today. And, and if we're having the show, I don't even know if we're having the show. We, having the show. Uh, we might be able Maybe. to do I mean, uh, it's, uh, it's 1230 here. Possibly. Yeah, we, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I know we're going to get into that you yourself as well throughout the week. But, man, just uh, excited about the matchup. And this is the one that, even though it wasn't on the calendar, mm-hmm. I had it circled. Mm-hmm. I felt like these were the two best teams in the NFC. Yes. And, you know. This should have been they, the championship game, in my opinion. This should be, right? And and I feel like, you know, whoever wins this game, is like I felt last year, is probably going to go on to win the Super Bowl. We have to come out strong. Come out the gate, punch them in the mouth, don't let the fans get involved, and just show them what time it is. We're built like an East Coast team. We're built for the weather on the East Coast. We're built for whatever Mother Nature throws at us based on how we run our offense. And we just got to take advantage early and often. Yeah, we're rugged, man. We're rugged and raw. Fair, listen, I appreciate you, bro. Let me get Mark and David on here uh, yes, sir. As, as quickly as I can. Uh, oh, and, and real quick, you. I didn't say they were a slow defense. No, no, no. That's not what we said. Yeah. We said that yeah. their linebackers are slower to react to the ball to get to the outside. Correct. I think that's, and, that's what we and, and D-line-wise, they don't have the speed compared to what Dallas has. They're not a slow defense by any means. And their secondary is elite, so. You can't say they're a slow defense with a with a top secondary. Agreed. Yes, Agreed. sir. Appreciate you. Right, Love y'all. you, bro. Yes, Love sir. You too, bro. Peace. Let me get my man Mark on here. He's been waiting patiently. What's going on, my brother? What's going on, bro? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Every anytime we win, I'm I'm good. I don't care how tired I am. I don't care how you know. I'm great, actually. Man, I'm doing great. I cracked. Though. I didn't see your clip from the game till this morning. You was like, yes, yes, Jesus, I love you. <laughs> I was cracking. Yeah, I just. Yo, you know, that's the first thing he thought of. <laughs> it's because it's be- beating Dallas, bro. Right. You got to understand, I was born in 81, so yeah. I got the oh, 81 too. See, so we got the we got the we got our butts whipped by Dallas, yeah, and we had to and like weather that for years. And so, whenever we play that, I don't care if it's a regular season game, I want to beat the brakes off of the Cowboys. Yeah. I, it's just what it is. Yeah. Oh, you know, in Arizona, we got a bunch of Cowboys. I mean, everywhere. Everywhere. Here, the reason why so many Niner fans, uh, Steelers, everything else besides Cardinal fans is because, like, when I was a kid, that's why I'm a Niner fan. The Cardinals were not here when I was young. Bingo. So out here is Steelers, Oakland, the Raiders, and, and Dallas is just takes over everything out here for the most part. So, Everybody got family members who are Dallas fans. That's what it comes down to. I was in a house full of – we got the invite, me and my wife, to go to her uncle's house, all Cowboys family. So, <laughs> me and <laughs> bang, bang, there in the game. Like, we came in and, you know, we was just happy. And then, uh, you know, when we won, I didn't want to glow too much because they would have put us out. So, I had to <laughs> – <laughs> 
I love it, man. I love it. Listen, man, we didn't talk a lot about the game and any interesting takes from the game that you got a chance to watch and witness. And then, uh, figured out why Armstead pulled up. Him and Dak was playing red light, green light. And Dak- ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> aha. See, you got to break it down preschool for your boy right. Breezy. Now I'm cool with it. That's what it was. See. But other than that, no, seriousness, man, um, I think we just got to go out here with the Eagles, man. A thing, I don't know what it is with Kyle. The first half, I can't say he wasn't trying to run the ball. He was, but he had some weird formations. I, they were weird. I don't know what it was. They were just weird runs. And fourth quarter, he just lined up and went down their throat. And I think with the Eagles, they give up the run. If you go look at the stats the, in passing, they they they're not gonna let you ain't gonna you gonna you ain't gonna do much with them passing. But running, they give up. They're like 17th, 18th in running yards and touchdowns. So we're gonna have to. I just want Kyle to just line them up. I don't know if he thinks he has to be so cute on the run, you know, uh, strategy all the time. He just needs to line them up and go, man. Um, I'm worried about the, their receivers going over top too. So we got to do something about that because there's a couple plays yesterday that had Dak been on point, it, it would have went down. So right. Right. Um, look, you're right. They they came out. They were trying. They tried to run the ball. Like I said, ended the first half with 22 yards. I'm I'm walking around halftime like that can't be right. Like, right. But, that, but that's what it was. Finished the game with 113 yards. I thought Kyle, Kyle, Kyle is always looking to set up. A, he's giving you a formation to set up like 10 plays somewhere right. else down the game. So right. I don't agree with them sometimes because they just don't look like they work at that. They don't work at that moment. But then all of a sudden, when he comes back to it, you can see Debo back there, him, uh, Chris McCaffrey split out. And now you're starting to understand, oh, shoot, this is that personnel that Dallas just not, they're just tired. Like they're not going to be able to defend it. And And my only concern with what Kyle does is does he, this year has worked out in the long run, right? Mm -hmm. Does he make these games harder than they have to be with some of that? That's my only concern. With the Eagles, we can't make it harder than it has to be. Um, you know, saying we got to go out there and do what we do and what works for us best. Who's a better coach? And don't go off of freaking wins and losses. Just overall, McCarthy or the coach from the Eagles? Because that's what it's going to come down to. I'm going to go with the coach for the Eagles for one reason. Well, not one reason, but when you take – because he just got there, right? He just got there, bro. You take what, what they were before and then what they are now, you know what I'm saying, and look where we at, look where they're at. See what I'm saying? So I, I have to look at the impact that he's had on the team. Um, Sirani, thank you, um, Melissa. And, yeah. And, and their unit, you know what I'm saying, just them, A, what they the difference from last year to this year, and B, you know what I'm saying, them as a team, meaning like they come together. They, the Eagles are our team, man. They they fight for each other. They Complete gonna- team. Very, very well said. Complete team. Um, number one concern from the Eagles. Did you give us that? Number one concern is again the the, the deep passes. Uh, Hertz is gonna hit those. Hertz is gonna hit the pass to uh, you know the one that got um, what's his name Lamb CD. It was right. It, you know Dak just put it a little bit. He didn't put it far enough over the shoulder. Hertz is gonna he's gonna hit those. Even with the pressure in his face, because I I feel like I, I like their line. Their line might be a sl- slightly better than Dallas line. Dallas had a good offensive line, had a solid offensive line, even with the injury to Jason Peters. Yeah. They made sure that Dak was pretty much well protected. Uh, even even with that, you think 
pressure is going to be in his face. I believe the 49ers are going to be able to generate the pressures. He'll still hit that throw. Middle man, because what we're going another thing we need to do to answer your question, I think we need to keep that like we talked about. I think one of y'all said it outside contained. Bosa cannot just run like come in. He's gonna have to get his pressure coming to the outside and then whipping in or doing something different. He's gonna have to keep that shoulder. I know they taught us that in high school. Mm-hmm. If you've ever played in, your defensive end coach told you to keep that outside shoulder free. Um, you know what I'm saying? So he's gonna have to do that and, and keep that outside contained. So the pressure's gonna have to come from the middle. We might have to blitz a little bit more, uh, D'Amico, but in order to get home, I don't know. But I- I'm worried about that outside contain. Yeah, I think even with the press, he's going to let the ball rip. So yeah. I'm just about secondary. I got you, bro. Listen, man, I appreciate you for jumping on here, man. Uh, and let's get this dub. Yep, man. Take care, bro. All right, man. Peace out. Last but not least, we got one more, one more great 49ers content creator coming on here talking this talk i'm gonna be super excited david you ready let's get it rocking baby what's going on man dc in the place to be i see you baby rep it man because we won so we, we're here oh, to yeah. celebrate. yeah but we can't be playing like that like we played yesterday man against the eagles and uh kai shanahan needs to put that needs to talk to his dad or something <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> I and, do know uh, what you mean. I do. I do know what you mean. That's the funny part. I, I, I get where you're going with this. I I get where you're going with it. Keep going, bro. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, our defense locked up. We play – our defense played well. But uh, instead of two field goals, we need, we need touchdowns, you know? And um, in, our, in our offense, Brock Purdy – I don't know if he was like shaking up or 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 what. Like he was throwing the he 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 was playing, but it was like like a low scoring game, nine nine to six at halftime. Mm-hmm. It should be it should be like twenty like seventeen or twenty one to six at halftime. Forty mm-hmm. ers but we had a nine to six halftime. That's cool. We we came out we came out on top after after fourth quarter. We won. But we can't we can't be playing like that. Can't be playing like that. Yeah, you want you want pure dominance all four quarters. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I gotta I gotta factor this in because I know it, football, you know, it, it all comes down to and, and I thought the 49ers would have came out more well rested. They had the extra day, two they days had time, rest, time to get their bodies treated better. Yeah. And then now people are coming in here telling me that you know I think Mo said you had Bosa was winded at time like winded really I mean, I'm not saying that he shouldn't but you don't yeah. expect that like you know what I mean uh, exactly. but it's the, it's late in the season and these guys have been warriors so the 49ers have to continue to figure out ways to weather the storm I'm gonna tell you what though and a lot of people might not agree with this I think the defense if they continue to play the way that they do and they fix up their stuff and give the offense opportunities, because we might just need that, right? We might just, offense may just need more opportunities. Brock was getting pressure all game. I don't no, think he's no, seen this many exactly. pressures his whole seven starts. I, I don't think he's seen as many pressures in seven starts, uh, but he was getting pressure. He only got sacked twice. He was able to escape some sacks. He avoided throwing a couple of interceptions. Uh, he didn't throw any touchdowns. That doesn't mean it's going to stay like that. Um, get the get the ball. Brock is Brock needs to get the ball to his guys in space. That's it. 
Like, just pass it to just pass it to George Kittle. He said he's always open, and he talks to um, Brock Purdy in the huddle because I I could see that he 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 comes the kid down and he tells him, "Hey, just play football, play your game," you know. Mm-hmm. And I like what what George Kittle is doing to him because George Kittle been on the team for what four or five years already. Yeah, this is oh, and, this is George Kittle's fifth year? fifth season, and oh. and he uh, well, what what did he sign a contract? Uh, seven seven six years or eight? He signed the loan, but he extended it. Remember, he, he they, yeah. they did a uh uh some type of uh extension, not an extension, but uh they they're paying him longer. Is what I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah, that's good though. And uh our defense, we should have that safety in, in the end zone, but our our style, I kind of pushed him. He can't be pushing him. He needs to tackle him and his legs, you know? I don't know. I don't know how to tackle a quarterback. I the way I was told to tackle a quarterback is totally different from the rules. I I thought if I'm Armstead, he got to Dak. Dak didn't throw the ball. He could have just wrapped his arms around him. He pushed him. But he could have yeah. wrapped his arms around them instead of pushing them and possibly just like hitting the sled. Remember, he used to hit the sled, hit the yeah. sled and push him out of it. Ain't no way Dak overpowering Eric Armstead. That's, that's no. what I'm saying. No. If I was playing football, I'll, I'll go for the legs. If I was playing football, I'll mm-hmm. go for the legs. Yeah. No, I and uh, yeah, but uh, two more, one more, one game at a time, but two more wins, we get that trophy. We get the sixth trophy. Two more guys, and I and I think it's gonna be 49ers and Bengals Super Bowl. Oh, I like that. I got I got I got I got Niners Chiefs. You got Niners Bengals. You heard it right here. My man David got Niners Bengals Super Bowl rematch from back in the day. If y'all don't remember the 80s, yeah. it'd be I nice think I think I think Joe Burrow Joe Burrow has um Patrick Mahomes number. He's three and oh, he's playing he's playing over there. And he already beat him over there. And Patrick Mahomes not healthy right now. He got the ankle ankle problem. So mm. he, he he might be he might be lipping or 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 hopping or whatever you want to call it. And Joe Bro has his all his weapons. He got Higgins, Chase, he has board boards. Uh he he has all his weapons. And and he knows he knows what to do. That's why he picked up Chase in, in the draft. Cause he, that's what his board and at SU, so he can't. They can't beat us in the Super Bowl. Mm. You know, they can't beat us in the Super Bowl. Well, I tell you what, David, we got one job this week. One job. We need to. We need to defeather the Eagles, bro, so that they can't fly. Take their wings. Exactly. Pluck those, pluck those. Pluck those feathers out. Pluck them out. That's it. And and when we do get to the Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan needs to go talk to his dad because his dad already won the Super Bowl and get get give him give him some tips. Cause remember last time we were in the Super Bowl, we had a 10-point lead in the fourth. And I think we got robbed against that Kansas City Chiefs game. We got robbed. You know? We got robbed by that referee that just refed our officiated our game, to be honest with you. Well, he can't he can't be refereeing our game. He, he needs to get, go. He, he shouldn't get the Super Bowl. It, it won't be in his rotation, I don't think. But we'll yeah. see. It goes by score grades. So however oh, they does? get graded, yeah, they get graded, and then they pick the highest, you know, five grades. The best, for... the best five uh, referees. Mm-hmm. I think grades. I think it should be the guy who was doing our game. Uh, that that black guy, um, the other black guy. He he's a good referee. I don't uh, know. If you... 
I know who you're talking about, but uh, I, don't, I don't know. I Right now, my only focus is beating these Eagles. We, we beat yeah, the Eagles. Me too. We could me talk too. trash about any freaking AFC team there is known to man. You feel me? Yeah, I won I won 30 yesterday, but no, not too many people want to bet me. They're, they're all scared. Ah, they said, all right. "Oh, your defense, your defense, and your quarterbacks are hot, and they're down the uh, 11, 11 game winning streak." Why? Because all, all my families are Rams fans, and I and I hear all the time, "Oh, we won the Super Bowl last year." This and this and that. It's like you guys got lucky. You guys should not won that Super Bowl. You know, <laughs> but I, I love it. But here, here's the thing. Uh, before I let you go, I, okay. <clears throat> Jalen Hurts is probably the best quarterback in the NFL. Arguably Joe Burrow, arguably Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurts is doing things, but he's also coming off the injury. And yeah, the he's shoulder. Gotta, he's got to play the number one defense, and this is why Armstead needed to have make that tackle sack safety yep. to let the next quarterback know ain't gonna be no softness up in here, bro. Exactly, exactly. And we need we need to get uh, um. Number ninety nine involved too. He he needs to step up. Uh, what's his name? Um, Javon Kinlaw. Yeah, he needs yeah. to step up. It's, oh, what happened to what happened to Jackson? He he's not playing. Jackson. Oh, Drake was inactive. So Mo said that he needs to be active. Mo's. I got some good news. I think this particular game you will get the activated Drake. I think the issue with Drake is him being able to contain the run. Not from a quarterback, but from the running back. So if they hit the outside, they hit the edge, Drake's going to go all in on the passing, and he's going to over-pursue, and next thing you know, they're going to get the edge. I don't think you worry about that from Miles Sanders and the Eagles running backs. I think they're up the middle, and they're just hard runners. Like, they're just going up the middle. I think we do yeah. get Drake. I think we do get Drake Jackson back. Uh, but listen, David. He's always, he's, always, he's, always, he's always right there in the middle, and he's always making those tackles. That's why – he he had three sacks this year, but let him let him grow from our players. He's gonna get better and better and better and better. And he's gonna get more sacks. I like that. I like you that. know. Yes, I do. But I I appreciate you for jumping on here with me. I'm gonna get yeah, up out of here. Thank you for having me, man. All right, man. Anytime, man. Stay up, stay faithful, bro. Yep, always. Peace. To the day I die. Yes, sir. That was awesome. I love having you guys call in. A because I don't gotta listen to myself talk. B makes the show a little longer for you. And C, I just love to hear what the hell y'all have to say. Straight up. Don't tell me. Do you really want to love me forever? Anyway, great show. Great calls-ins. Uh, I don't think anybody... There was a poll? Oh, snap. There's a poll. Thank you, Melissa. What would I do <clears throat> without you guys? I want to know who you guys felt like was the MVP of the game. All right, because I, I gave you four players. Um, ooh, 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 53 percent said it was George Kittle. I tell you what, without that George Kittle catch, I'm not saying the Niners don't win, but it would have been closer than what it was. <laughs> Fred Warner was amazing. He absolutely balled out 420 Savage, Roy Boy. He absolutely brought out. But Frisco 415, I'm with you. I mean, I think Club 85, George Kittle himself, he just decided to say, you know what? I'm going to put the team on my back. Throw me the ball. I'll make a play. And the moment that play was made, the crowd was ignited. 
all pro Fred is definitely playing like an all pro man. Um, uh, for sure. Uh, am I going to do a call-in show? I'm going to do a call-in show probably every day this week, Brett Brooks. Uh, but the, the call-ins don't work anymore, Brett. So you have to jump on the show live. But you don't have to be seen, Brett. All you got to do is just join with your microphone. Boats does it all the time. And if you need help with that, ask my man Boats. He'll definitely help you out with that. Fred Warner, to me, was the best defensive player on the field. Shout out to Jimmy Ward. No one's giving Jimmy Ward his credit, but without that tip pass, Fred Warner doesn't intercept it. And then Jimmy put the seal on the deal with the straight up you know, super dive tackle and just took somebody totally out. Like I, <laughs> I don't even know who that was that had the ball, but whoever it was got clocked, cold clocked. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people gave Robbie Gold the MVP. My bad. I should have put him in the in the thing. Yep. Robbie Gold for MVP of the game for sure. I, I was thinking of like like probably who had that game changing play. Diamador first interception got the 49ers three. Uh, Warner's interception I don't think it resulted in points, but it, it kind of turned the table, gave the 49ers other chance, flip field position, whatever whatnot. Listen, I won't be on tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be traveling. I will try to see if I could do something tonight. It all depends on how I fall asleep. I go to sleep early out here. It's weird. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, if not, most and Peachy and Fair, if they want to do a nitty-gritty show, they got the, they got the Rams. They could go ahead and do it. Um, but we'll see how they're feeling tonight a little bit later on. I appreciate everybody for jumping on here with me. All the members out there, if you join the channel, I love you. All the subscribers, I love you. If you haven't joined the channel yet, please go ahead and join. All right? If you're already subscribed, become a member today. I promise you, you don't want to miss out on the cool perks. Make sure you hit that like button. Stay up. Stay faithful. Always keep it nitty-gritty. We'll see you on Wednesday. All right? Wednesday, the Wayne Breezy Show will be back. If I get to an airport tomorrow and the internet connection is good, I'll go live. But I got to get to the airport, at least my connected one. Love y'all. Thanks for watching. Peace. minute i forgot there was a contribution from the great sean i totally forgot sean don't charge it to me charge it to the game we had a super sticker by my man edgar ascoli i think i said that right i hope i said that right appreciate the super sticker also sean says this breezy we love you you need an interior decorator your room looks like a hotel room bland and boring anyway Purdy showed he could follow a game plan and manage two games for a title. Jimmy who? Jimmy what? Jimmy who? Sean, I love you, bro. Thank you so much for the Super Chat contribution. I was, hey, Sean, I was trying to fly to San Francisco, and then I could have just shared with you for today. But the way Southwest is set up, it's not a stab to Southwest, but they flights are done for here for today. For he, at least to where I got to go. So that's why I'm here. Guys, I love y'all. Stay up, stay faithful. Again, thanks for watching. Peace.